I don't know how many of you know this. If you don't, this is a wonderful occasion for you to know. This is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And I'm very pleased to welcome onto the show consultant breast cancer surgeon, Dr. Reshma Palip. Dr. Reshma, how are you? Good morning. Hi, good morning, everyone. This is October, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And I'm very glad we've taken up this initiative to make our women aware of their breast changes and what they need to do. So every year in October, this is celebrated, Dr. Reshma. And is there a yeah, particular significance why it is celebrated at this time of the year? This is celebrated internationally. And it obviously started in America. There's no reason why they picked this month. Actually, in India, we have a challenge in October that typically there is Navratri and being the festival, the women get a little busy with the festivities, you know. So if I had to pick a month for India, I would have probably picked a less busy month in terms of festivities. Yeah, which leads me to my first question. Are you seeing anything different in breast cancer cases today as compared to earlier practicing surgeon for, uh, for such a long time? So there are two significant changes I would like to point out here. About 20 years ago, cervical cancer, which is cancer of the uterus, used to be far more common among women. That was the number one cancer. But today, breast cancer has overtaken those cases completely. And it's the number one cancer among women in India, definitely. The women in India actually feel that this is breast cancer is a, is a disease of the Western world, not affecting Indians as much. So that's a big misconception I would like to clear here today. The second big challenge we are facing today is 46% of my patients. So that is almost half the number of patients that I see every day are below the age group of 50. So they are typically in the 30 to 50 age group, you know. So can you imagine the impact of a woman being diagnosed with breast cancer at that age? She's still young. Her children are very young. They're just school going children, most of them or just about, you know, who have reached college and she has her whole life ahead of her. You know, she, the first thought that comes to her mind as a mother is the children. And when she's diagnosed with breast cancer, you know, the whole family really goes through a lot of stress at this time, especially as far as these very young women are concerned. Now, cancer is detected very late in India compared to the West. What is the primary reason why this late detection is happening, doctor? So, yes, unfortunately, most of the cases we see are advanced in stage three and stage four, you know, as we call it uh, medically. And so the challenges to treat these patients are also far more when they come in an advanced stage. The reason, let me be honest with you, is firstly lack of awareness and that's what you and I are doing here today to make a change uh, at least in our city also you know women neglect themselves neglects their symptoms neglect talking about themselves and the third most important point that I really want to bring forth on this program to every single woman who's listening to me is that a simple lump or a nodule that you notice which may be an early sign of breast cancer is not associated with any pain so typically I will have you know my patient sitting in my clinic saying yes there was a small lump a few months ago I noticed it but because it didn't give me any pain it wasn't troubling me so I didn't do anything about it and my heart literally sinks when I hear that sentence you know because I think oh my god now that was stage one where she was three months ago and because there was no pain she didn't come to me and now you know when I do further tests she's probably going to be in stage two and stage three you know if you have a headache if you have a stomach pain you're going to rush to the doctor and you're going to get yourself checked. But this dangerous breast cancerous nodule that starts in your breast when you notice it is so painless that it just seems very harmless, you know, to most women. And uh, they just neglect it at that point as it grows to about two to three centimeters in size. So when I'm talking about the initial nodule, it's one centimeter, which is the size of a small little chole or a rajma bean, you know. So that's when it um, comes up. 
and women who do notice it also they fail to notice it early enough a lot of times in india because breast self examination and mammography now these are the two tools we have to pick up cancers early western countries have mammography programs you know they have an annual program and a date set for the woman and the health system will call them that this is your mammography date please come and get your mammogram done so they do it very regularly every year they do mammographies whereas in india it is something out of choice we don't have a government policy we don't have a mammography program implemented so it's out of choice and of course financial constraints where everyone doesn't want to spend on doing a mammogram and it's just a once a year phenomena you know we don't have to do it more frequently than that also but the mammography machines are so specific they are able to pick up very small cancers which are 5 and 8 mm you know less than a centimeter also there is a practice of breast self examination that women need to check themselves spend about 5 to 7 minutes and check their breast thoroughly look in the mirror and then we using their hands feel the breast and the armpit area so follow this breast self examination technique so if women do this every month then they will notice the smallest of change that starts in the breast and they will be able to come forward with it now our women are not in this practice of doing breast self examination so typically the average size of breast lumps that women present with in our clinics today is around 3 to 3.5 cm which is stage 2 or stage 3 and that's you know the size of a lemon actually and so we need to spread awareness about these two very important factors first that the initial symptoms do not cause any pain and secondly they need to be having a regular breast health checkup do it yourself for yourself every month and get yourself checked by a doctor once a year after the age of 40 Yeah, that's very beautifully explained. Now, as far as factors that cause cancer are concerned, there all there's always a dichotomy. People who have a great lifestyle have great holistic health and are indulge in wellness say, "Oh, you know, I've got it. It's hereditary." Other people who have poor lifestyle choices turn around and say, "You know, maybe it's because of my poor lifestyle choices or my poor wellness." What really are the factors that cause cancer? So, a very important protective factor as far as breast cancer to prevent breast cancer for women is breastfeeding. So, those women who have not been ma- not got married or in spite of being married have not had children so not breastfed they are at a higher risk and women who have had children need to understand this importance you know especially these days we have a lot of working women who don't have enough maternity leave to spend time with the child after delivery they may have to join work early but if they have to resume work work environments have to be conducive to allow women to have a room where they can uh, express uh, milk and store it properly and take it back to the baby so at least 6 months of breastfeeding should be continued or uh, pursued by every mother and that has of course all the benefits of the milk being passed down to the children you know we know how important antibodies are today especially with covid everybody talks of antibodies so those are the antibodies that the baby is getting but at the same time the mother has a huge protection of breast cancer while she is if she has breastfed her children in india of course you know majority of our population has uh, done enough breastfeeding so the real causative factors have not been identified the other risk factors are definitely related to the obesity or the weight that our indian women carry especially you know our, the constitution is such that they tend to put on more weight over the stomach and the hips and uh, this excessive uh, central uh, obesity as we call it or central uh, weight that the body acquires stimulates leads to more active estrogen hormones and these hormones are the uh, culprits you know they are the really the causative factors uh, to cause breast cancer later on in life so a healthy lifestyle where you have a good 
diet plan exercise regimen and doing a good abdominal and lower body exercises regularly is very very important for women yeah, you've answered a part of my next question you preempted it but just a little more on how these uh, risk factors can be controlled so some other ways we can control these risk factors is uh, oral contraceptive pills these are the pills that women use to uh, prevent getting pregnant you know the mala d strip of 30 tablets that you could take and these need to be taken in uh, restricted amounts maybe 2 to 3 years maximum but not more than that so excessive usage of those oc pills also has known to cause breast cancer so that's another uh, factor that we can change in our lifestyle alcohol smoking definitely has a lot of harmful effects with respect to other cancers as well there's no definitive link between smoking and breast cancer yet but of course it's going to it's not good for your health so you shouldn't be doing it when we talk of other preventive measures there are families in which you know if the breast cancer has been found in uh, younger patients especially below the age of 40 or if these are very highly virulent uh, as we call triple negative cancers these high risk families undergo genetic testing and these genetic tests are braca1 braca2 this was in the news a lot because of angelina jolie and a lot of awareness that came up related to these genetic tests so those who belong to those high risk families can undergo the genetic testing also to understand um, their risk and women who have had relatives first degree relatives on their mother's side so that's the mother's maternal aunt maternal grandmother maternal female cousin anyone who has breast cancer it increases the risk for that family and they need to be more careful about having their checkups very very regularly now what are the common symptoms that a patient starts experiencing a patient is a larger word but uh, even before one knows one one is a patient what are the symptoms that one should look out for so the first symptom as i mentioned is a painless lump the lump can be a small nodule a small thickening and hardening in the area of the breast there are a lot of benign lumps also which produce these kind of uh, symptoms so we need to distinguish between the benign and the malignant so of course there is a lot of panic as soon as the woman notices a lump that this is going to be cancer but it's not necessarily like that 80% of the lumps in especially women who have their periods who have not had menopause are due to hormonal changes and so they we need to distinguish between them by doing a good sonography and a mammography the other symptoms to look out for is any change in the nipple if the nipple skin is a nipple is being pulled inside or pushed outwards any changes in the skin of the breast they need to check the armpit area as well the armpit area sometimes may develop lumps which are related to a problem in the breast and lastly any discharge which is what is called a water coming out from the nipple So if the water is um, light in color watery yellowish straw colored it's not a big concern but if the discharge that comes out is pinkish or reddish in color then we definitely need to check this patient more thoroughly to look for any signs of cancer now this is from an information perspective but uh, another thing that is is really a cause for concern in this particular country is the challenges that people are now going through because of covid-19 i mean people i know from personal experience are even afraid to get into a hospital lest you know they are infected by the virus even to get a regular checkup done so you must be facing this on a daily basis the challenges and the complication amongst patients in the wake of the covid-19 pandemic yes we have been uh, my clinic has been running ever since uh, even during the pandemic and we have been trying to help patients because covid is there and it may be here to stay for a while but at the same time cancer needs to be treated because that's a life threatening problem as well if the cancer is neglected so we have taken precautions we've done online consultations you know 
these kind of zoom consultations for many patients but um, having said that a breast patient does need to be examined by the doctor and also needs a sonography and a mammography so they do have to come down to get these tests done and you know taking all the regular precautions we have a lot of distancing in the waiting area for the patients we try to have limited patients at a particular uh, during an appointment hour and uh, of course masks face shields sanitizers all those uh, preventive measures have been used and so the patients have been brought into the clinic diagnosed when we take them for surgery we do the covid test on the patient so that the patient is negative and will not infect other patients and hospital staff as well and uh, taking all precautions we have uh, conducted the surgery on the patient in fact earlier i used to send my patient home on day 3 but in covid times i have actually sent the patients home on day 2 itself so that they are you know back home in the in a safer environment than being in the hospital premises or being outside of the house and so we have made many changes some patients who couldn't come forward for the chemotherapy initially when there was a lockdown we put them on hormonal tablets instead for some time to kind of buy time at that time and then restarted the chemotherapy now the chemotherapy has posed challenge during covid times because chemotherapy as such the injection suppresses your immunity you have to have it every 3 weeks and which is about 6 to 8 cycles so that means multiple visits to the hospital and so the patients you know are susceptible over this prolonged period of 4 months that they would um, get covid infection so unfortunately there have been patients like that and then in those cases their treatment has been interrupted for one month because when they have covid 19 in you know going on in the body we can't administer chemotherapy have two things going on simultaneously we have to allow them to recover completely from covid and then restart the chemotherapy treatment so some of these challenges are there you know it's an ongoing process but at the same time as doctors and oncologists we have made every effort to see that all our patients can get their treatment in spite of covid how often should screening be done as per age doctor and if you could also in your elaborate on the ways of screening as per age after the age of 40 screening in terms of mammography should be done that women go for mammographies every year after 40 screening where they check themselves using the breast self examination technique can start as early as the age of 20 actually because there are many lumps which come up after the age of 20 below the age of 40 we don't really do mammograms we do a sonography breast you know the test where you just do use the jelly and you do the test because the breast is very thick and the mammography machine does not pick up enough uh, relevant uh, information there is a myth associated with mammography also that women think if they go for mammography every year then the x-rays or the rays from the machine is going to cause cancer but this is really a very minuscule dose of radiation that is delivered in one mammogram once in 365 days it does even if you have that for you know your entire lifetime it's not going to result in a new breast cancer developing in fact it's going to help you to detect the cancer early so that's a very big myth that most women shy away from mammograms and some of my patients will say oh yes i had a mammogram about 8 years ago you know but that 8 years ago one single uh, mammogram really doesn't mean anything at least one to two years a regular mammography checkup has to be done okay so that's once in 360 days at least least 365 days at least let's get into the treatment now what are the kinds of possible treatment that are available how much has that treatment evolved over the years so the treatments have changed hugely tremendously you know we have had so many advances in breast cancer now so in the olden days mastectomy which means removing the entire breast used to be the gold standard treatment for breast cancer and you know in even today there are a lot of misconceptions and people believe and patients will tell me that you know aap mera pura breast nikal do lekin mujhe chemotherapy nahi chahiye so there are different 
criteria for different stages of the patients. We are trying to save the breast more and more today. And it's not necessary to remove the entire breast. We can only remove the lump, only, only remove the lymph node. The additional treatment involved in this is that they have to undergo one month of radiation if the breast is not removed. But the radiation is not so harmful or, you know, troublesome to the body because it's just given locally to the breast. Like you have a CT scan machine, the patient has to lie down in this radiation machine and receive some sittings over a month. So this we are able to offer to patients who are within the city of Mumbai, who are, you know, have transport facilities to reach a radiation center but those who come from the villages and don't have good enough radiation centers in their hometowns this does pose to be a challenge but in the cities we are definitely trying to save the breast as far as uh, possible a chemotherapy is something that the patients really fear you know because they have seen terrible cases in the past somebody in the family or someone they've known who's gone through chemotherapy and suffered but there are a few points related to breast cancer therapy that I want to bring up over here. Breast cancer chemotherapy lasts just for about six to eight cycles. So for about four months, there is hair loss. Definitely we can't prevent it, but the hair loss is very temporary. In six months, you get your hair back. But in those first four months, when we have given you chemotherapy, we have actually secured your life. You know, this is like an insurance policy that you can buy for yourself in the in the sense that you don't have to worry about the cancer coming back so you know would you rather risk losing your life or losing your hair that's always the question that i ask women you know your hair is going to come back but this is one way you can ensure your safety you can ensure that your life will be your survival will be good because breast cancer is a cancer which has got very good survival not five year but we talk of 10 year survival so this is a myth also that needs to be cleared out of the minds of the women because you know many a times patients have noticed a lump in their mind they think this is cancer so they think oh my god if i go to the doctor they're going to take off my breast they're going to give me chemotherapy so i'm going to lose my hair and i'm going to be you know transformed into this really ugly person and how am i going to live like that but honestly i've made a lot of awareness videos about my patients speaking who have not lost their breast a lot of them if they come early enough there is a test we do it's called oncotype dx we send the sample to america and if that test shows that you are in the low risk group believe me a a lot of women whose cancer has not spread to the armpit, not spread beyond the breast to the armpit, are not given chemotherapy today. But this can only happen if the patients come to us in stage one. So when a patient hides the fact that she's got a lump and does not get herself tested, she's actually doing herself more harm than benefit. You briefly touched upon this earlier in this chat when you talked about the complications arising because of COVID-19. I just want to add on to the surgery aspect as well as the detection, screening and diagnostic aspect. We understand that patients are hesitant to undergo breast cancer surgeries because they feel they might get infected visiting hospitals. What are your views also in drop-in consultations uh, when it comes to detection, screening and diagnosis of COVID-19? Just to add on to what you had said earlier. So consultations, we are doing online through Zoom. We have a lot of precaution in our consulting room. We have got these screens now put up. Uh, you know, there's a plastic screen put up in the examination area which separates the doctor and the patient. There's a screen put up across the consultation table, again, separating the patient and the doctor. So we we are taking a lot of precautions during consultation also the waiting area also is spaced out you know if you see the hospital waiting areas now there are actually crosses on two seats in the waiting area so the patients are told that you leave two seats in between and you sit so that social distancing is maintained appointments are streamlined in such a way that we have less patients in that one hour slot 
we are avoiding overcrowding all the patients coming to the hospital get screened for temperature and you know they are asked if they have any have had any symptoms recently before they are let in so we are taking a lot of precautions hospitals there are certain hospitals which are totally covid free which do not take any covid patients and other hospitals which have covid patients there is complete segregation of the floors where those covid patients are kept segregation of hospital staff who is in contact with those patients and that staff does not come in contact with the other patients who are admitted for other causes because it's not just cancer or breast cancer you know there is heart disease there are kidney problems so many problems for which we need to have patients coming into hospital and we do ensure a lot of safety protocols to make sure that we don't have an overlap or any cross infections within the hospital if you could just break it down as do's and don'ts almost as though you know this is a like they say a glossary section in a book do's and don'ts that could reduce the risk of breast cancer what would they be So my first point would be women should start practicing breast self examination regularly check yourself thoroughly every month there are a lot of breast self examination videos available on youtube and even on my facebook page that's called breast care surgeon that you could go to and follow second thing is healthy lifestyle so starting a family early as far as working women are concerned you know by the time they finish their education get a job and then they're ready to start the family all this is being delayed but women need to focus on their um, biological changes in their body and uh, start families early as well as give time for breastfeeding healthy lifestyle definitely you know has all the uh, health benefits but in breast cancer reducing your body weight reducing the fat cells in your body has a definite benefit to prevent breast cancer so these i would say are the three most important things fourthly of course going ahead and getting annual mammograms done so that the cancers can be picked up early if at all in spite of taking all these precautions you are developing a cancer in your body at least if you had a mammogram we would pick it up in stage 1 and last but not the least i'm going to say this all over again that if you notice something and it's not causing pain please still see the doctor get yourself checked up and have it ruled out it may not be cancer and that's great if it's not but if it is the treatment will be as simple and as minimal as possible the smaller your lump is and the lower your stages now there is a facebook page that uh, doctor said breast care surgeon that you can actually go and check out lots of information and videos if people were to try to fix an appointment with you is there a mobile number or a clinic number that you can give out very slowly so that they can call in yeah my contact number is 992002376 the information is definitely there on my facebook page as well as my own website which is also breastcare_surgeon.com so i do tend to breastcare_surgeon.com and your number is again please 992002376 as a breast care surgeon i do look after patients who may have non cancerous problems as well any kind of breast lumps cysts which are very very common in the age group of 30 to 50 again and a lot of infections we see in the breast these are chronic infections called granulomatous mastitis so there's a whole uh, large spectrum of breast problems that could arise that a woman could go through but the most important fact is for her to be aware of the changes notice those changes early enough and go to a specialist so that she can be treated early lastly what's your most important message to women dr reshma be conscious about your breast problems check yourself regularly and if you notice something please go to a doctor because 80% of these problems may not be cancerous but 20% of the patients that we do pick up 
who have cancer, we can save their lives if they come to us in stage one. That's Dr. Reshma Palip, consultant breast cancer surgeon, and uh, somebody whose advice you should really take this entire month is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful day ahead. Thank you for talking to us. Thank you.